Hey, Playmakers, real quick before we get into today's episode, if you're one of those listeners that just cannot wait for that next episode to drop, and if you're over on YouTube and my website binging my content there, I just wanted to say thank you. It means the world to me. But just remember, the free stuff will only get you so far. So if you want my complete proven blueprint for opening a successful and sustainable play cafe or indoor playground business that is profitable from day one, I want to invite you to join me inside my signature course, Play Cafe Academy. Head to the show notes right now to get instant on-demand access to all 12 modules, your detailed pre-launch checklist, your 34-page business plan template, your plug-and-play financial model to help you estimate your startup costs and project your revenue, and everything you need to save time, money, and frustration throughout your entire opening process. For a limited time right now, you'll also get an entire month of free access to Playmaker Society, my invite-only membership created exclusively for Play Cafe Academy students who want to work with me personally to optimize and scale their businesses through coaching, guest experts, legal and operations templates, and plug-and-play resources, plus collaboration with over 220 other owners, plus so much more. Head to the show notes and choose your preferred way to pay in full or over time right now. You'll get more information on the current bonuses. You'll see some success stories of those who have gone before you and exactly what to expect when you join us inside the program. I will see you there. If you're in the play and party business and you want to operate with more ease and joy, all while making the living you dreamed of, I created the Profitable Play Podcast just for you. Join me, your host, Michelle Caruana, for Small But Mighty Tips Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays that will all add up to a big impact on your mindset, your business, and your bottom line. Stick with me to keep the passion and grow the profit in your play or party-based business. All right, Playmakers, happy Monday. It's me, your host, Michelle Caruana. And before we get into today's episode, I just wanted to quickly share for those of you who listen to my episodes as they get released, tomorrow is officially Halloween. And if you're looking to tap into the natural engagement that increases around a holiday that parents typically love to celebrate and share about online, I want you to go back and listen to episode 127 when you're done with this one. That episode details a few tried and true ideas for Halloween-themed contest ideas and fun little engagement strategies that can boost your followers, increase engagement and follower participation, and help solidify the positive relationship you have with your audience online. And because we already know that increased engagement on one post can boost your engagement for subsequent posts and can also increase the likelihood that your followers will actually see what you're putting out there online, this is one of those strategies that can seem to only have a short-term benefit on the actual Halloween holiday, but the positive effects will actually be felt by your pages and accounts well after all your Halloween candy has been enjoyed. So go back and listen to episode 127 before Halloween tomorrow and Get in on the fun your customers and potential customers will be having anyway on social media. But all right, without further ado, let's get into today's episode. 
So something I like to talk about in the last quarter of each year is pricing. And I realized as I was prepping for this episode that it's been almost two full years since I've directly talked about navigating price and cost increases in your business on this podcast. So I wanted to take this opportunity to revisit that conversation and offer some fresh advice and tips and perspective. So back in episode 27 of this podcast, I shared how the end of the year is the perfect time to negotiate some of your costs down. Maybe it's with a vendor who you're bringing in better than expected sales for, and maybe it's with your insurance provider, who knows. But the end of the year is the perfect time to make sure you're not overpaying any of your service providers or partners, especially if your business model has shifted at all since opening or your volume is different than expected. But what happens if you can't decrease a specific price? Or worse yet, what if you are facing price increases? And that's unfortunately the situation that many small business owners in every industry, not just ours, are faced with as we head into 2024. And again, the last time we talked about this topic directly on this podcast was early 2022. And a lot of these costs that I talked about on that episode have only continued to increase since. While I was doing research for this episode, I found dozens of articles from business publications from this past week alone, citing the inflation rate and rising costs associated with all sorts of factors, all of which are affecting large corporations and small businesses like ours alike. Nearly every company is fighting supply chain bottlenecks, worker shortages, and rising commodity costs, all of which drive up operating budgets and eat into our profits and our income as business owners. Over the last few weeks, I don't know if you're anything like me, I've gotten emails from dozens of companies planning to change their prices heading into the new year. Businesses like Netflix, the grocery store I frequent, and even Clorox, they've all made recent statements about price increases. And as indoor playground owners, I'm sure you buy a lot of Clorox products even if you don't know it, including the obvious, which is, you know, cleaning supplies like Clorox bleach and Clorox disinfecting wipes, but Clorox also owns Brita water filters, Glad garbage bags, Pine Sol, and more brands that you likely know and love. In an August New York Times article, Clorox's chief executive, Linda Rendell, told analysts that it did not plan to reduce prices even if costs fell. Clorox actually increased its prices by 16% in its most recent quarter. And again, they're saying outright that they are not going to decrease prices. They are going to stick with their pricing increases, even if their own costs fall. So again, even as inflation cools a little bit, you might be hearing that in the news, it does not look like some of these price increases are going anywhere. So we as small business owners need to adapt in order to survive. Many of the members inside Playmaker Society have cited rising costs, especially over the last few months, and many are considering price changes in the first quarter of 2024 if they haven't increased prices already. We are just now wrapping up my 2023 version of the Bookmore Birthdays Challenge, and as part of that challenge, 
we do an exercise where we look at all of our direct costs as they relate to booking and executing parties, and we ensure that our profit margins are healthy. And there's a reason I do this challenge in October every year. Some of the participants were shocked at how many of their vendors, from their booking software to their balloon suppliers, had quietly increased prices over the last year. And it's shocking just how much many of these small increases can add up and eat into our margins and, again, our income as indoor playground owners. I do this challenge in October because it gives participants plenty of time to either negotiate their costs down or plan a new year price increase, which I will talk about in a moment. But whether you are already open or if you are drafting your business plan, let me ask you this. Is it time to adapt and change your prices in order to survive? Something I do talk a lot about on this podcast is operating costs and costs of goods sold. So as a quick review, operating costs are normal costs of doing business things that aren't tied to one specific good or service. So these are the bills that come regardless of whether or not anyone visits your facility or not. These are things like rent, utilities, insurance, building maintenance, play equipment maintenance, things like that. Cost of goods sold refers to the direct cost of producing the goods or rendering the services sold by your company. So this amount includes the cost of the materials and labor directly used. So for example, for a birthday party, cost of goods sold would be hourly wages, plates, table covers, decor, balloons, food, things like that. These are costs that you would not incur if that service wasn't provided. And again, if you are part of my Book More Birthdays Challenge, we dove deep into our costs and profit margin calculations. So if you were a part of that challenge, you've already done this work. And hopefully you have a lot more clarity about your next steps when it comes to pricing. But if you missed it for now, you just need to know that in order for your business to remain sustainable, you need to consider any rising costs in either your cost of goods sold or your operating costs when you think about potentially instilling a price raise. So have you noticed an increase in these prices in your area? If you have, it may be time to change your prices. So if you are contemplating a price increase as we head into 2024, I have a few tips for you. Number one, only announce it if you need to. Price increases, especially when you announce them on a super public forum like social media where people love to complain, these announcements will always be met with a negative and usually loud reaction. But here's the thing, and if you are distracted or multitasking, come back to me because I really want you to hear this. You are allowed to quietly raise prices. You do not need to announce it. As long as you're operating your business from a place of integrity, I would not put much emotion at all into your price increases. This is a numbers and business decision. So do not make a big show of it or offer a huge explanation. You do not owe that to your customers unless you are increasing a price that they're already paying. Like for example, if you are increasing your monthly membership rate and it will affect affect members who are already signed up. Your customers are not the ones paying your bills. 
and you are not offering an essential service as an indoor playground owner. If they don't want to pay the new prices, no one's going to force them. But the important thing here is you do not owe anyone a platform to complain about your price increases. They have no freaking idea what it takes to run this type of business, and they do not understand your costs or obligations. So they are not entitled to a public opinion on your business decisions. Hard stop. End of conversation. The people who will complain the loudest aren't your best customers anyways. Just trust me on this one. I have seen many indoor playground owners make this big public explanation about why they're increasing things like open play prices or their cafe menu prices, and it never results in anything good. So again, you don't owe your customers an explanation when you increase those prices. Sure, if people come in and notice it's $1 more to play, you can arm your employees with a few talking points about why the increase took place. But I promise you it's not as big of a deal as you are making it in your mind. Most people will hardly notice or not notice at all. Just remember, if someone has booked a service at a given price, you should absolutely honor it. So if someone booked a party in April or June and you raise prices in May, you should honor the price at which they booked in April. Now, this may be a little bit bumpy for a few months, so you want to make sure that you have it documented the date at which your prices increased. So when you're actually charging people their remaining balance, you can say, okay, they locked in this price prior to the price increase. So make sure you're honoring your previous prices for those who booked at that time. But as long as you have a good software stack in place, you will be fine. This will not be too complicated. Not raising prices because of these complications or this fear will do your business much more harm. All right, my second tip is to consider a grandfathered rate or a last chance sale. So if your membership or party prices are increasing and you really feel like you would like to announce it, consider announcing it before the increase and letting people purchase for a very limited time at the lower rate. This will get the message out there while deterring the negative feedback because people will still have the opportunity to get the lower price. You can even offer to lock in a certain membership price for life if they jump in and enroll before the price increase, if that makes sense for your business and your cost level. In those cases, announcing prices could actually give you a big boost in bookings and a surge in membership enrollment especially from those customers who were considering these offerings, but just had not officially booked or enrolled yet for whatever reason. So in these specific scenarios, announcing a price increase can push those people off the metaphorical fence and into your customer pool. I generally recommend announcing a price increase about two to three weeks in advance. Announcing further in advance won't give people enough urgency to entice action. And any less notice than that may mean that some people in your audience will miss it just due to the algorithm or noise in their inbox or whatever. But again, this strategy is only for the big revenue generators in your business, like parties and memberships. This announcement style is not relevant for food or cafe menu price increases, open play price increases, retail price increases. This is 
only for, again, parties or memberships, things like that. All right, tip number three, consider rewarding those who buy in bulk. So if you're raising your open play prices and you're still nervous about backlash, consider allowing people to enjoy your previous rate if they buy in bulk. So for example, if people purchase 10 play passes instead of one, they can still enjoy the lower rate. This can be an amazing tool that you can use to respond to any social media backlash or comments or reviews or questions that your team may get about any increases in person. And open play is just an example. You can apply this concept to things like classes, coffee passes via a punch card, and more. We always want to reward our best customers. So think to yourself, how can I show my best customers gratitude and allow them to still enjoy that lower price? A buy more, save more type of deal could be the perfect way. So again, consider rewarding those who buy in bulk. All right, and my last tip, tip number four, there are alternatives to price increases. So if for whatever reason you are looking for an alternative to a price increase, you can also consider scaling back whatever offer has been faced with increased costs. So for example, I remember a few years ago, the bakery that we were working with for our cupcakes for our premium party package closed. And all alternatives were much more expensive and they required us to actually drive to pick up the cupcakes, whereas previously our cupcakes were getting delivered. So instead of making a deal with another local bakery and raising our party prices, we actually thought it would be best to remove cupcakes as an included item and instead put it on our optional add-on list that people could purchase if they wanted. After all, we noticed that most people brought their own desserts or treats anyways, even if cupcakes were already included in their package. Now, we of course included cupcakes and just ate the increased price for those who had already booked prior to that change. But no one seemed to notice this change in the package moving forward. So in this case, it really worked out for us. And cupcakes were not something that people missed and people continued booking that premium package. So take a look at all of your party packages. And if you do not feel like your market can absorb price increases at this time, look for opportunities like this to scale back. Are there things you include in your services that people actually prefer to bring themselves or don't really care about, like table covers or plates and napkins or dessert? Can you switch suppliers or buy in bulk for whatever you do still want to provide to lower the impact of price increases? Or maybe you might be able to have one dedicated party assistant for your smallest package instead of two. Now would be a great time to sit down and do a deep dive on all of your services where the profit margin seems to be decreasing. As long as you find a way to keep your desired profit margin so that you can compensate yourself and pay your bills and cover all your overhead costs and your costs of goods sold, you are allowed to get creative. This is your business and you are the boss. Again, to reiterate, Customers have no idea what is going on behind the scenes of your business. And while I love asking customers for all sorts of advice and feedback in many areas, price is not ever one of them. 
in this industry, price needs to be a business decision and a business decision only. If you let emotion or your customers or even your competition dictate your prices, you are much more likely to fail. Because just like your customers don't know what's going on behind the scenes of your business, you don't know what's going on behind the scenes of your competition's business. Maybe they're bleeding money every single month. Maybe they have a secret investor who is paying all of their bills. And who knows, maybe they're a couple months out from closing. You truly have no idea. So you need to implement your price increases or your scale backs in alignment with whatever costs you're facing in your business. It needs to come down to the numbers and what makes sense. So your play of the day today is to take that same list of costs that we wrote down in the Book More Birthdays Challenge or all the way back in episode 27 of this podcast when we talked about finding negotiation opportunities and wherever you are faced with increased prices instead of decreases, figure out if they fall into operating costs or costs of goods sold. Then I want you to come up with a game plan of how to update your prices or your packages accordingly. So if these price increases are falling into the cost of goods sold category, it's fairly simple. Again, you can just increase the price or scale back the offer that that particular cost is tied to. So for example, if your balloon supplier is drastically increasing prices and you can't negotiate and you can't find a lower price with a competitor, you might need to remove balloons from a package if it's included, or you need to increase the price of that add-on menu item, or you need to increase the package of the party where balloons are included. Now, if your operating costs increase, it can be a little bit trickier. So for example, if your electric bill is all of a sudden double what it was this time last year, you may need to find a creative solution. You may need to decrease payroll costs or increase open play prices or your membership prices. If you need more guidance or you feel a little lost or overwhelmed, many of us are dealing with this right now in real time in Playmaker Society. All of my program and support information is linked in the show notes of this episode if you would like to join a group of like-minded and motivated play-based business owners who are here to help and walk alongside you on this journey. So thank you so much for listening to today's episode. And don't forget to subscribe and share this podcast with a business friend if you really want to make my day. And as always, the best way that you can show support for the show is to leave a rating and review wherever you are listening. That way we can reach other play-based business owners and make sure that they join this little podcast community with us because I truly believe we are better together. And again, if you're listening to this episode as it gets released, go back and listen to episode 127 before the Halloween holiday tomorrow. I promise you it's going to be really fun and motivate you to do a little Halloween contest or engagement post tomorrow to boost your overall engagement and reach. All right. I will see you right back here on Wednesday.